like that. New tricks. Oh, dogs. Old dogs. My dogs are barking today. New tricks. Can't find a bit of dog on the whole planet Earth. It's the Old Dogs New Tricks Podcast. Here's Kaikuyu and Joey. KC and JP. Welcome to our third episode of Old Dog's New Tricks Podcast. I am Joey Pepin, and this is my co-host. I'm Kaikuyu Calhoun. Welcome to the show. We've been getting a lot of good feedback from, from our, our listeners, uh, subscribers. Why would we need more subscribers? Right. We have some listeners, yes. and we need to get some more subscribers. But uh, we're, we're just starting out. It's new. We're old dogs trying some new tricks. And uh, one, of the feed, one, of, one of the feedbacks, <laughs> one of the, the pieces of feedback, or one of the things we got was that uh, people like the production quality of this podcast, and yes. I, I suppose I should come clean um, and let people know that that I I am in professional audio as a job. That's my career. Right. Uh, I'm in my house, but it's actually my home studio. Uh, we're not actually in the booth, as you can hear. It's a little a little bouncy, a little reflective in this room. But we are surrounded by pro audio equipment here. These are professional microphones. Right, right. So um, that's why um, hopefully it sounds good. And we're, we're going to be working on that to try to make it sound even better. Uh, I am a uh, full-time voice actor. I used to be in radio, um, but full-time voice acting, uh, you know, doesn't always fill the time. Um, so I thought this podcast would be fun to do. That's why. I th- and I also thought that that comedy class would be fun to do. Um, what, what, what's your story, Kaikuyu? It's a good spot to be in, huh? Yeah. To be able to take on it is. some new things and try some, uh, what's the word? Uh, n- new, <laughs> new, new tricks. tricks. Yeah, new tricks, it is. Right? It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, retired Air Force. I did 21 years in the Air Force, lived overseas for 10 years, came back to the good old U.S. of A. And uh, now that I'm retired, I uh, got a, I guess you could call it similar situation. I do work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have any, uh, any pro audio equipment at the crib you know um mm-hmm. I, I got some uh some old um mics that i use from my karaoke machine you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> the one i got from target for like 30 bucks so i don't know if that's quality or not no no and uh yeah i work in the educational field now where for uh this uh online university helping students out through their master's program so um but but lots more time than i Lots more time on my hands than I had uh, mm-hmm. when I was active through the Air Force. So mm-hmm. this is how we fill that time with things that we want to do. Yeah. You know, it's not just about filling a void. Sure. It's about kind of fulfilling, you know, life. No, I, I, I use drugs to fill the void. <laughs> right. You know, this is not that definitely helps. not. More audio is not going to fill helps. my void. That, <laughs> you know, that I, helps. I use drugs like, you know, like like normal people, drugs and alcohol. Drugs, yeah. And so you can work longer. Yeah. So I can, <laughs> so I can do more drugs. <laughs> exactly. So that I can make more money. So I can... <laughs> Work. Oh, I know, I know. That, what was it? Oh, I do coke, so I can so I can work, work longer, longer, so I can make more money, so I can buy more coke, yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I can work longer, so I can make more money, so I can do more coke. Right. Those uh, children of the '80s would like yeah. that, uh, yeah. that PSA. They don't uh, even know about that anymore. No, no. no. You remember that? He's like black and white, and he's walking around yeah. in circles in that yeah. kind of small room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are inside jokes, kids. Uh, sorry, yeah. yeah sorry for right. the inside jokes, youngsters, youngsters. Yeah. Well, you, my my family was all Air Force too. Yeah, yeah. My my grandpa uh, was a retired master sergeant in the uh, Air Force. Uh, he actually was um, uh, in the Army Air Corps back oh, yeah. in the day, Old school. and yeah. then it then it switched over. Right. Um, but he was like a I don't know what he was. Uh, he was like a radar jammer or something who worked up in the planes. Um, and uh, they actually were from from this area. And then when he was you know getting ready to retire, they moved back here because he got you know, his last. I guess when you when you get seniority, you can right. pick. 
kind of. Yeah, probably back then. Yeah, yeah, probably. So he was. It like, had a little more leeway. Yeah. Or like there's options. Like, right. I want right. This, this place or this place. You know, uh, no Korea or whatever. You know. Like, <laughs> right. 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 So he yeah. ended up back here, and that's and that's my 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 family. You know, basically, came up here uh, again. Came back home. So uh, and my aunts, a couple of my aunts went. Well, one of my aunts, two of my uncles went into the Air Force. My grandmother was like, "You need to get into the Air Force. You need to go into service. You 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 know you need to do something with your life." And right. I'm like. No, I'm just going to talk on the radio. She's like, well, you need to, you need to get, get yourself into the Air Force. And I'm um, kind of glad I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend at the time said, if you join the military, like, we're not hanging out. Like, that's it. Like, I'm not following you. I'm not marrying you. Um, oh, where's she now? She's my wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I it was a wise decision. So it worked out. It worked out. Yeah. Yeah. I had yeah. a lot of family in the military as well. Grandfather, uncles, uh, across the board. Got Marines, Army. Uh, got cousins in the Navy right now. You yeah. know, so, so, yeah, we got all the bases uh, covered. So, Calhoun. Pain. All the bases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I see what you did there. You see, you I that? see what you did there. Yeah, it's, it's a Cal, Calhoun thing. Um, you, did you watch the All-Star game? Last night, Baseball, yeah. oh yeah, I watched did, a did lot of. Did you see that. the Air Force folks come on the field um, beforehand? I didn't see the the opening. No, we no, were, we, no, I missed that part. It was good. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Was yeah, your cousin people. up in there? No, 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 he wasn't over there. My cousin Air Force, he's in Turkey. Oh, now I believe. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. so he couldn't make it um, to the game. But yeah, but it was it was a nice display of um, of uh, and it was all Air Force people. You don't normally see that. That's as good. Well. So yeah, yeah. So is there uh is that andrews air force base in washington dc or yeah, is that yeah, okay because yeah, that's where the yeah. game was in was in dc yeah um, yeah yeah and those are listening we are this is uh all-star game was last night although this podcast probably won't come out for two more weeks after that no right <laughs> <laughs> although yeah. hey man we're talking sports in the all-star game you saw gene segura from the mariners with that three-run homer and he had you know three rbis the most uh, of anybody in our an all-star game for however many years a bunch of years and and fucking still didn't get the mvp no it robbed. went to the goddamn astros wow that wow. that little brigaman or whatever his name is cocky motherfucker wow oh, i hate those bastards yeah sorry those of you who are listening in houston <laughs> <laughs> i'm a mariner fan till i die and it's painful anyway um, yeah we always get shorted <clears throat> but that's a different topic right right so we were talking a little bit about inside jokes uh, a minute ago, and uh, on our last podcast we talked uh, a bit about some of the a bit some of our bits, you know. And we we referenced those bits, uh, but we never went we never went back to them. Like th- those were inside jokes. Your wife uh, Robin had mentioned, well, maybe you guys should play some some of your bits, you know, yeah. just let some of the guys or some of the people listening in on on your jokes. So. Uh, last time you you had talked about uh, me and my, my the poop in my pants bit, <laughs> and on this on the surface, people might be like, "Dude, it's talking about poop in his pants. That's that's kind of nasty." Right, uh, right. But it's actually kind of funny. And uh, on that note, let's let's hear let's hear that uh, that bit from from me, Joey Pepin, uh, on the the Old Dogs and New Tricks podcast. Yeah, I'll listen to Joey poop his pants. So uh, I'm really not sure if I was ever completely potty trained, guys. I know, it's because I still poop my pants. It's only getting worse as I get older. When I was younger, at least I would get like some sort of a warning, you know, like, warning, you have five minutes to find a bathroom. Five minutes. Cuidado. Tiene cinco minutos para encontrar el baño. Cinco minutos. 
Now I'm lucky if I get any kind of a countdown at all. You know, it's like 10, 2, 1. Damn it! <laughs> but my wife, she thinks it's funny. <laughs> Well, that's because she doesn't do my laundry. Yeah, she's got a real nice sense of humor about it. She actually went out and bought one of those signs that you see at a job site or in a warehouse, you know? It's been blank days since your last accident. Yeah. Yeah, mine's been stuck in zero for so long, she crossed out days and wrote hours. Yeah, my wife. She's my number one fan. <laughs> And I'm her number two guy. <laughs> Thank you. My name's Joey Pepin. Enjoy the show. Yeah, and that, uh, you know, comedy's funny because, well, because um, it's funny. But a lot of it, some of there's, there's nuggets of truth in there. You know, like, um, I, I, uh, I was just recently diagnosed with, with Crohn's disease. And I don't know if you know anything about the Crohn's disease, but. Yeah, I kind of think that's where that's where my potty issues come from. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it means sometimes uncontrollable, uh, you know, diarrhea and and awful uh, farts. So uh, every time now uh, I get into a situation where 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 I have that bad gas when my, I'm having a flare up, I, I say to my wife, she's like, "That's nasty stuff." I'm like I have a disease. I have a disease. It was so funny. Is I didn't know a lot about the disease. Mm-hmm. Um, until you mention it so of course i did my research and yeah. googled it yeah but we, we were having a, a kind of a serious conversation mm-hmm. about it but then when i researched it and googled it it's like oh that's where his bit comes from <laughs> right there so there's a, it's a lot of truth to that bit yeah, right there, which which of... made it even funnier uh-huh. because you're kind of laughing at you know uh something that you're going through right with that you know and the uh the uh the on base, you know, back to some military stuff. On mm-hmm. base, they got the number of days since uh, the last DUI or something like that. So when you're talking about the number of days since the last accident, uh-huh. so every time I drive past the number of days since the last DUI now, uh-huh. I think of you a bit with the number of days since the last accident. You said, you said your wife, you know, posted it up. Though. Uh-huh. So I thought that was fun. And I thought it was also good that you pointed out um, that she doesn't do your laundry. Right. Right. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. thought that was great because uh, uh, I could see more women laughing harder. Sure. At that, you know what I mean? Okay, right. well, she's not doing this laundry. Right. It's grown ass man, you know, <laughs> dumping his underwear, you know. So, so it, you know, it, it attracted them into the into the whole bit about it as well. So yeah, it, it was good. That that part about the at the the sign with the accident yeah. that actually came. Uh, I was writing some of that stuff in the comedy class, and the whole thing was about. I had like four minutes about crap in my pants and Corey was like, <laughs> Corey Michaelis who taught the class, he was like, uh, that's kind of gross. Like, you know, I don't know if you, you know, but, but he, he said like, maybe you could have a sign that says it's been a while or many days. Right. So that was his idea. I mean, I took it and ran with it and talked yeah. about crossing out the days and putting, you know, the hours, but, uh, you know, that was his, you know, right, his, right. his input, which is, was great. You know, it was just that little tiny uh, piece of it that really made that whole bit because, it's everybody knows those signs. Like you said, you know, you yeah. go back to it. And, and you picture that. It's yeah. visual, you know, yeah. and you picture that in your mind. You picture that sign in your house uh-huh. and your, your wife yeah. like posting the sign mm-hmm. up. It's mm-hmm. been zero days. Like it never makes it to nope. one. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, that's, that's, nope. that's funny. Nope. That's I mean, of course that's an exaggeration, you know, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the fact that I, I do, I do uh, do my own laundry. Um, but 
I got smart and I, I stopped buying white underwear right, a long right, time ago. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did it come about that you um, do your own laundry? Like y'all don't take turns doing laundry. How, how did that come about? Was that too personal? No, no. The, it came about because my wife never checks my pockets. She had, uh-huh. had washed way too much, too much of my money. She had washed, you know, my wallet three right, times. Right. Uh, you, you know, uh, this was probably before we were all carrying cell phones. You right. know, so I, she, she would have washed my phone, although, you know, we don't ever take it. But, yeah. you know, I would always go through, you know, it's like when you wash a tissue or something and it just ends up everywhere. everywhere you know? whole, whole, whole and I'm like, why, why don't you check my pockets? And she goes, why don't you do your own laundry? I'm like, fair go. enough. Touche. So that was it. And, and so... Um, and then she, and at the same time, she doesn't expect me to do her laundry because I'll just throw all that shit together, you know. She's like, and you can't dry that sweater, or you can't even wash that sweater. No, what the hell's yeah. wrong with you? No, so yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I always say, uh, twenty-one years in the Air Force, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I made it through, you know, with with minimum supervision, pretty, you know, mm-hmm. independent, self-sufficient. That first two weeks at home, <laughs> after 21 years of just basically doing my own thing, I got more instruction, more direct supervision in that first two weeks at home than the total 21 years in the Air Force. I didn't know. I didn't know. And I thought I had a pretty good handle on things. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I thought, I, hey, I contribute. I, I cook. I, cl- I do all that stuff. I didn't know all this time that. Someone was going behind me, <laughs> fixing things and rearranging things and all that. That was a big eye opener. We're laughing about it now, man. All right, but we had a little turbulence on that. Man. It's like, like, are you kidding me? You just rearrange this dish, those dishes in the dishwasher after I. What did you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. hey, the, that's exactly right. The dishes. Yeah. The same thing would happen to me. Yeah, you know, I, I, my job was the dishes. I was like, hey, I, I if you cook, I'll, I'll clean it up, right. easy. You know, I, I'm trying to do stuff fifty fifty or whatever, right, whatever, right, 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 as much as I can. And but then she would always come back and rearrange it. I'm like, am I, am I doing it correctly? Because I'm like, you could do it. And then she's like, you know what? Fine, you do it. I don't even care. So that, and that was that's how that worked. I need to work on that. Your, um, your wife was also in the Air Force, correct? Correct. correct. Now, did she outrank you? Um, at one point, yeah. At yeah. one point, but yeah. but when you both retired, or did she retire from? Yeah, from she there? she retired before me. She, okay, yeah, yeah. So, but so, but that doesn't work. The outranking part doesn't work no more, right? <laughs> no, it, it doesn't work. You know, and it was you never can't pull rank. <laughs> and that's so funny. It was never a big deal. People would always bring it up. Uh-huh. I mean, we were the same rank. I think she came in a month or two before me. So mm-hmm. that means just based off of time and service, she sure. outranks me. If sure. it came down to making a call between mm-hmm. us two. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, when she got out, though, I always tell her that I would give her, like, we, we get uh, feedbacks. Mm-hmm. She got out. I was like, hey, I'm going to still continue giving you your feedbacks <laughs> on how things are going around the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> Again, we're laughing now. You know, some jokes don't go over too well. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. I'm yeah, okay. surprised she didn't turn that back around and be like, oh, bring it on. I'll have my own feedback for you, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So her nonverbal said all of that, what you just said right there. I never gave her feedback. And I never got around to doing it for some reason. Smart. Yeah. Smart. That yeah, is a yeah. very smart man. Yeah. Now, speaking of smart, uh, some of the, the comedy that you write, I think, is is really smart. You know, we talked about some of your bits on the last podcast, and I think it's, uh, you know, it would only be fair to, to talk about, uh, you know, we played one of mine, to talk about, you know, play one of yours. You right. Because, uh, you know, for somebody who hasn't been doing it, 
very long um myself like myself you know your perspective is very unique uh and i think being that we're older than a lot of these you know uh upstart comics it gives us a different perspective but i uh you have this this bit about the the social media yeah that i want to play and it (laughs) it gives you a different perspective you have any any more intro you want to give to this bit um no i think you said it um uh, we we can talk about it afterwards but yeah it's just my take on social media <laughs> oh y'all are laughing y'all like that thank you thank you I appreciate that because that means we're friends now we're family since y'all laughed at that shit, shit okay alright but let's remain friends forever and you know how we're gonna do that by never ever connecting on social media alright no cause like people have a real world personality and then they have an alter ego for Facebook. I don't get it. Like my neighbor Tony, um, good dude, we got a lot in common. We both got kids in their 20s. So we mainly sit around and talk about shit that kids in their 20s do, you know, stupid shit. Like I'm telling them about my son um, lecturing me on the benefits of veganism and how it's an affordable lifestyle. You know, of course my son is telling me this shit while he's eating a, a Five Guys bacon double fucking cheeseburger, you know, that I fucking paid for, you know. So. Yeah, but that's the type of shit we talk about in real life. But Tony, he posts the dumbest shit, man. It's dumb to me. I don't know if it's dumb to all y'all, but it's dumb to me. He posted, the other day he posted this meme. It was a picture of uh, Carlton uh, from Fresh Prince. Y'all, y'all, y'all know Carlton, right? Yeah, and it said, this is the type of thug, fucking Carlton's a thug, that we need to take the guns from uh, in order to secure our border and get prayer back in school. What does that even mean? You got like five different fucking debates going on right there, you know what I mean? And when the fuck did Carlton catch a gun charge? Like, what the fuck? I don't even know if there's a joke right here, but I just said that shit because I wanted to make a statement, alright? So I made it, alright? Thank you, thank you, thank you. But then my co-worker, uh, Claritha, sweetest lady in the world in person, man, and she's old school too. You know, she keeps that old school candy in her purse. Like, like butterscotch and peppermint right next to her used tissues and shit, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But every morning, Claritha's post is 10 reasons why you're going to hell. And every morning, like a dumbass, I read that shit, man. And it fucks up my day, I swear. And it's got me worried. Um, but I'm not really worried about me. I'm worried about y'all. My, my friends out here, okay? You know the ones out here doing crazy shit, smoking the weed, looking at the porn. Yeah, 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 woo, I like that, yeah. All right, let me meet after, after I get off the mic, we'll see what's up, all right? Um, um, smoking the weed, looking at porn and shit, eating shellfish, you know, that does something out. Know I mean? yeah. Exactly, exactly, yeah, that type of shit. Because my place in heaven is secure, though, because I'm not worried about that shit. Because Claritha, she sends me those little chain letters. And she tells me if I afford them to 10 different people each day, I'm good to go. So fuck, I'm not worried about it. Because I afford them shits on the regular. But I'm running out of people to send them to, though. You know? Hey, so you know a few minutes ago where I said that we should never ever connect on social media? Yeah, forget that shit, man, alright? Let's connect. Y'all be on the lookout for a friend request from Kaikuyu. Calhoun, that's my time. Thank you. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm kind of, I'm kind of new to the social media game. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me tell you, like, I got on Facebook later than 
everybody else. And I got on it. Uh, basically, my, my wife had it and she'd be talking to like my family, people I haven't talked to in a while. And I'm like, whoa, you know, she's talking to my uncle Bubba, you know, and, and <laughs> asking where that twenty dollars is. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's like, so I, I thought social media in my mind was this great, wonderful, benevolent thing. I it, thought it was yeah. all good. I'm like, what? Well, I can reconnect with family, people I haven't talked to, and and it does do that. But then there's the other parts of social media and um what do you mean what other parts i thought it was it was all you know happy family <laughs> it could all be happy <laughs> it could all be happy and family if we if we choose to use it in that way but for for a lot of folks we don't so that's why i wanted to bring that up and what really drove that is people that i know you ever meet someone this is pretty bad this is what i do now if i meet you and i like you i hold off on that facebook friend request mm -hmm. if i if i like a person and i want to continue to like them, i may not friend them at all man <laughs> seriously you don't want to know the other side or i don't know that's because when you meet somebody in person you don't talk about those things you you talk you talk about real life families you you, you don't talk about your your your, your view <laughs> on immigrants or whatever right. it doesn't right. come up in conversation that no. much no. you know but then you get on there and it's one post after another after another after another and then me being that i'm uh immature mm -hmm. sensitive mm -hmm. i don't i just don't read that stuff and say oh okay leave it right there i'll internalize it you know i want to i want to fight you right. over this stuff and i'm voluntarily doing that so that's what that whole bit yeah was about so how can i talk about this <laughs> and, and and make it funny and, and kind of go from there right you know? right or like i or friend somebody I, that happened not that long ago to me uh you know friended them and 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 i'm like you're a packers fan really <laughs> no, really wow. Wow. packers well you could have told me that up front right yeah right like and now we would have stopped talking right then <laughs> packers really yeah yeah and you're, you're not even from wisconsin oh we're oh, we're done that doesn't even make any sense no let's say this let's say I, all right i know you right mm -hmm. we talk mm -hmm. talk during the week talk on weekends you know let's say you you posted every day you posted uh something about dead horses like a picture of a dead horse mm -hmm. or, or something right right yeah you're mm -hmm. like where's it where's he going with this mm -hmm. okay right you see your yeah. face you're making yeah, right, right now exactly it's not cool right mm -hmm. i say we're cool but i don't like that your your social media persona mm -hmm. because all it is is just about dead horses mm -hmm. now if i unfriend you mm -hmm. is that an act of Hey, we can't be cool anymore um, because I unfriended you, or is it is it okay to? I'm asking you because I'm new to the game, kind of. Um, is it okay to do that? Hey, I like you and all, but all I see is dead horses from you, and I don't want to see that every day. Um, I'm cutting you off on social media, but we're still cool. Does that work? Does that does that happen in real life? I, you know what? I think it, I think it all depends on on the person. You know, it depends if if it. it it might be cool if you're cool. You know what I mean? Like it depends on uh, some people you get unfriended. They, they'll just flip out. Like what the fuck? Why you unfriend me? Why you unfriend me? Like, and then you have to explain, look, man, it's, it, it's, it's not you. It, you know, it's because of, you know, what is this? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I, I don't think I've ever unfriended anybody because you can always just mute them. You know, yeah. just like I just don't want to hear from them anymore. Yeah. Um, My sister told me she's, she's too old for, that uh yeah mute yeah and I unfollow nope nope cutting just, you off you out of here <laughs> yeah uh we had uh um I, I went 
someone, some mutual friend of mine was commenting on someone else's page and I looked and I was like, I wonder what they're up to. I haven't seen anything from them in a long time. And I clicked on their page on Facebook and I'm like, we're not friends anymore. Like they unfriended me. Like, <laughs> oh, man. what the fuck did I do? And then I realized, I mean, I didn't, I don't, I don't really say many controversial things. Right. I think it's because I get tagged in a lot of photos where like I'm at baseball games, you know, or I'm at the football game and we got really good seats. My brother-in-law has had season tickets for a long time. And what people don't know is I, I'll trade him voice work for his season tickets. You right. know, like I do is on hold. Thank you for calling. You know, right, right. salesperson will be with you very shortly or whatever. And, and so like, that doesn't cost me money. It's, it's trade work. Um, but there I am, you know, oh, front row. Hey, right, what's right, up? Right. Oh, the seagulls. Oh, look, it's me and Blitz, blah, blah, blah. Or oh, my homies in the front row or, you know, or at the baseball game because my wife gets good tickets because she's in the media, you know, she's right, in the media. Right. Uh, and, you know, oh, look, you know, this and, and or, or somebody tagged me when we're out on the boat. And I think people are like, Man, fuck that guy. Because what you didn't because, give them an invite? No, because like maybe I think it maybe looks like I'm bragging. You know, uh, like it I might you. you know like oh this motherfucker he got boat you know right. he's, he's he's in the he's in the Seahawks games I was at the Mariners games this and that I'm like and, and it kind of I, I kind of it checked me for a minute I was like you know what I don't really want to be posting that shit anymore because you know I don't want people thinking I'm some rich asshole even if I am right because <laughs> growing up you know right, I hated right. rich assholes right you know because right. I was dirt poor you know going living in Tacoma and for for me you know if you lived in in a place like University Place that meant you were rich right, right. you, you know? made it you, you made it going up yeah. Uh, yeah I live in University Place and that's not the case so so know? so what's the alternative to posting stuff like that so then just, what do you post then? I just don't post much at you all post I'm, I'm having a terrible day my life sucks yeah, you, right. want, you want to go to the opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> so I got <laughs> I got the Crohn's you got disease the Crohn's, you know what I mean because because you can get tired of seeing that stuff too you know it's oh, out yeah. there oh yeah you know you, you know it's yeah. out there and uh, it's like Again, I'm not knocking anybody sure. who does it. Sure. Uh, my approach is, I mean, if you want to be real about your life, that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're saying. I'm I'm con- uh, conscious of not bragging or uh-huh. appear to be bragging myself. But at the same time, if it's a positive, good thing, if I'm your friend, then I should be happy for you. Right. That you're at the game or that you're out there mm-hmm. living your life mm-hmm. you know um i'm happy for you versus being jealous sure that's because oh, you're yeah. a good person though i, I think uh, i think there's a lot of just nasty people out there just haters you know yeah, like, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, just mad <laughs> just like put out, i don't have this you like, oh well you know maybe you you know i don't know but people don't see all the work that goes in and, and yeah. before behind you know, the scenes behind yeah. the scenes you right. know, or the risks that the people take to get where they are right you know i mean dude i i i, I left a really good job to, to, be, to become a stay-at-home dad and start a voiceover business it turned out that i i had to actually out uh turned out to be pretty good at it right you know but there are still months where i you know i don't book very much or months where i book a lot you know that yeah. people don't understand the struggle of of you know having to, to earn a certain amount to even get benefits, you know, right. for my family, right? You know, and then and there have been times where I haven't earned enough, and so I have to go on private benefits, which is expensive as hell. You right. know I mean, it's there's people don't see all that, and uh, but what I have learned on social media, the stuff that you if you post not 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 well, not, I would say infrequently, but but not as as often as a lot of people, and if you post stuff that's positive, 
it gets more response. Yeah. Like I posted a picture the other day of my daughter driving, you know, she's 15 years old and and here she is driving in the, and I'm like teenage driver. Oh my God. And it it got like a hundred and you know, 50 likes and all these comments because people know her, people People know her and know me and they're like, Oh my God, they can, and they can relate to that now. But if I was posting that every time she, she and I drove, yeah, it'd be like, uh, Dim Joey posting it, yeah, oh. driving shit. Oh yeah, 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 we get it, we get it. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, nice fucking car, you dick. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> oh this one, this is only one of my cars. Yes, yes. So I, I don't know, and, and there's no, I guess there's no written rule about you know how to follow or unfollow people and, and what happens because it's all it's all new, you know. It, yeah, it, it's all like the wild west out there. Yeah. I, I might overthink social. I overthink a lot of things, though. Yeah, you know, I think you, you do. Yeah, yeah. When, you, when you get more time on your hands, you mm-hmm. you over you overthink it. But yeah, I, I just the 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 bit, even even the whole chain letters parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mainly get I get a lot of pass this on or the chain letters from um older people, mm-hmm. um, and it just I, I know they don't really believe this. I know they don't really believe. Right. 10 million is about to show up in their mailbox in two weeks or they automatically um, are going to get into heaven if they forward this to, uh, you know, right. I know they don't, but why are they sending this to me? And um, I had a, I had a talk um, with a, a family member about that, not directly to the person, but I use another family member to, <laughs> to talk to another family. <laughs> Intermediary. Member. Yeah. Just like, Hey, um, Hey, I'm getting these um, chain letters. Um, you know, can you uh, talk to somebody and just tell them, you know, take me out of the loop on that? And mm-hmm. um, and that's and we laughed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I tell you, the, the the it was my sister, my my one that's closest in age to me that we and we laughed and we cracked up about it. Mm-hmm. And when we cracked up right there on the spot. I was like, hey, this will be funny mm-hmm. to write about. Yeah. And, and that's where the idea popped in my head and put the note in my phone and, you know, a couple of weeks, whatever, however long it took, developed into that. So, yeah. So when you have an idea like that, that you develop um, and then and then you, you know, you have to try it out uh, at the open mics or, at, at, you know, on a show or whatever, because you always you shouldn't try new material when you're actually when you're having a real show. No, right? you no, know, it's probably not not a good idea. No. Um, having to do that stuff and, 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 and work out new material uh, at open, you have to do that a lot at open mics. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I've, if I really enjoy that whole open mic s- scene and I don't know if it's it, not necessarily the people. I mean, there's some of that, but it's just, you know, when you go to an open mic, that's in a bar, uh, that's not a comedy club, it's only other comedians and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get laughs and hard to tell, hard to judge whether or not, um, you know, you, you're, doing a good job i guess you have to look, listen back to, you know always record it and then listen back to it and that's right. what yeah, i think that's what Corey said and um we talked to Corey michaelis um on our first episode and then played a little bit of it on the second episode we still have a little bit more of Corey, and i and i want to use small pieces of it because it's really good uh insight especially for people who are either you know just starting in comedy or who are interested in it or just curious right. um it's a different perspective and um he talked about that about maybe going about comedy uh, in a different way and like not having to, you know, not having to be a, an open mic guy um, who some of these people like, like, you know, Eli and rice man, we see them out all the time. They're killing it. They're killing it, yeah. but they're out there five nights a week, maybe six nights a week. Sometimes uh, 
that I can't do that. Not only do I not have the the patience uh, for it, but uh, I don't have I don't have the leash, <laughs> right. so to speak. I mean, yeah. not to say that I'm on any kind of short leash, but I don't know if I want to be. I mean, my, my, we're tight. My family's tight. Yeah. My wife doesn't always like going out there. Yeah. Same situation. Yeah. 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 Uh, one what one week we went out. I remember it was three four nights you remember that one yeah. week we did that yeah and that's kind of when it all culminated in, into <laughs> yeah. the talk you know yeah. my wife and daughter were like so is this what's this it can't be this every week right like because you know you're going out with with casey and randy and you're coming home drunk wait i mean <laughs> no uh, you know taking yeah. a, i mean taking an uber home uh right. <clears throat> and and you know it's just uh, i'm getting too old for this shit you know yeah yeah i think it was where we're at though it was the excitement of it all it was a new scene Mm -hmm. new spots to go to right new people and all that but then yeah um it it takes a toll yeah it takes a toll. the folks that eli uh, rice men are doing it every night Mm -hmm. hey my hat's off to them me too yeah yeah, i couldn't i I can't even keep that pace right well they are also in a different situation yeah you and i yeah you know um not married um yeah that's the key you can stop right there yeah not married yeah right (laughs) that says it it all (laughs) you got nobody answer to so yeah yep uh and on that note uh let's listen to this uh little clip it's about three minutes of uh cory michaelis talking about uh sort of how he got his start and open mics and shows and that sort of thing it wasn't six or seven times a week on stage early on i was uh, a comedy class and then not doing comedy for a while and then i took it again because my mindset was well i'll get a two different five minute sets that's 10 minutes now i can host shows in a comedy club and maybe get a few bucks mm-hmm. so i wasn't that people talk about no shortcuts there's no shortcuts there's no shortcuts i agree there's no big shortcuts but that but what's funny about that is that's also a way to cock block themselves in comedy. Like, you know, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy to say, well, you can't, you can't cut corners because then they don't have to work as hard because then they, they don't see there's a possibility of getting somewhere faster in comedy, which is absurd now in the world to think that you couldn't move faster in comedy. Talent doesn't always pan out. There's YouTube stars selling out comedy club on <laughs> weekends, sometimes, usually off nights, but still. And their comedy that they're presenting is is relatively awful compared to the great stand-up comedy in the world right. that exists right now. Um, you know, Brad Upton's been working for years and years and years and years and years, and now he's got a video that's got 35 million views, and... Uh, People are gonna hear about him, and they're gonna say things like, "Where's this guy been? Oh my gosh, this, this, this guy—you know, this new guy I just heard about—and it's like, well, he's open for Joan Rivers for years, and uh, he's done comedy for thirty plus years, and he's excellent. He's worked all over the world, from Seattle is home to Pakistan to Australia, and, and yeah, well, you're just hearing of him, but he tours with with Johnny Mathis. That's that's big. He tours with Johnny Mathis. Yeah, yeah, he opens for him. And that's got to be a clean show, obviously. It's pretty impressive how, <laughs> pretty wholesome. how well he can do. I'm, I'm much, you know, I'm totally fine with uh, working hard to get to a place uh, maybe a little bit faster. Spend a ton of my time trying to get work because I just want to do, I want to do more shows in more places, more good shows in more places. That's the goal. 
So right now, I need to uh, be a little bit more intentional about uh, about writing new new material. That's going to be very important because, well, I have these two, the special and the album out, and I can't keep doing all those jokes everywhere I go. So. <laughs> that's, that's right, man. People are going to go to a show and be like, man, I've seen that already, man. I've seen that yeah, on YouTube. Oh, I've seen okay. that on YouTube. It is the same. It is the same. <laughs> I already got that criticism. Someone posted that. And I was like, well, yeah, on the internet, there's only like five bits. So, yes. Yeah, and, and the Eagles don't try new material either. So they don't you know. have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> building it up. So, so, still sing Hotel California. That's right. <laughs> well, that was Corey. You know, talking about a different way, different ways to do do things. You know, and that, and I guess that's it's interesting to me because as an old dog trying new tricks, you know, there's no formula. Right. You know, I mean, there there you know, people say there are no shortcuts. There's always shortcuts, but. It, it, it always, I think it, it, it ends up showing in the finished product yeah. how many shortcuts you take and yeah. how many shortcuts you take. Um, I think that for for some people who have a natural ability, you can, you know, Corey obviously has a natural ability, you know, and I think he, he in having a, a show that he did every week or, you know, hosted shows, he kind of worked on that stuff. It was almost like his open mic. Like, I think he would like work in maybe one new bit, right? but he would, he would be practicing that same set over and over and over and over. And I think that's, that's the key to getting better. And that's, that's why, you know, you see guys like, like Eli and Rice doing that. And, and each time you hear him, it's a little different and a little better. Right. Yeah. Um, which, and like you said, hats off to him, man. I mean, they're doing a great job doing that. Um, but I just, I'm just not where I am in my life, you know? I, I can't be spending, you know, I can't be spending X amount of hours every week doing it. Uh, I enjoy it, and I think I'll keep doing it, but I don't have any serious um, aspirations of, of of going anywhere big. I mean, yeah. shit. I mean, if it happens, if it, it happens, happens it, fine, happens, whatever. Right, but right. and and it may not happen unless you put your, you know, all your you dive in with with both feet. Or head first, or whatever. Is there some diving analogy? You don't dive with your feet. No, just jumping in with both feet, feet first. Feet. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, just. Yeah. But no, just dipping a toe, but jumping in wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you got to get in. Uh, and I think that's what happened with Corey. I think he was at the spot in his life where he could kind of go all out because he was married. Mm -hmm. Then he was divorced, right? Mm -hmm. And um, you know, it was kind of a big risk to kind of scale back from full time teaching gig mm -hmm. to go to. Uh, substitute mm -hmm. i mean that's 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 rolling the dice right there right, right you know so yeah but i think it's what you're saying he was in a position where he could kind of dedicate more time to this mm -hmm. and uh kind of take it a bit further so um yeah it might not be the traditional way that mm -hmm. he's doing it but um just think about it, if you hit the level that he's at right <laughs> you know that's that's a pretty big deal and he talked about Brad Upton in that bit, and 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 I've followed Brad a little bit. I've seen him perform live, and and he he's super funny. And he read something about him. He started, um, he was a teacher too, or like a track coach, and he was like twenty eight or whatever. Mm -hmm. He stopped teaching. He just said, I you know I did a little open mic there, and he talked to his wife, and he said, I want to do this full time, and but and I think I need to to not teach anymore. And she was like, Cool, try it. You're good enough, you know. Let's do it. Yeah. And he's made a career out of that. And, and and he was just talked about it on another interview with Brad. I'd like to get Brad on. He, he'd be really interesting to talk to um, if he would do it. He's you know he's kind of big time now. <laughs> he might be right. big time on us. But he he uh, he does these jobs where he's on a cruise ship. 
Like he's the entertainment and, but he goes on a week long cruise or 10 days, but he only works one day Oh wow! and he gets paid right. for like, as he was working all week. Cause you know, and he gets a free cruise. It's a good gig. That is a good gig. Yeah, man. yeah, exactly. And you know, you don't have to make it big to have a successful career. Yeah. I mean, uh, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what Dave Chappelle said. Uh, when his, his, his dad, uh, was his father asked him about uh, what does it mean for him to make it, you know, um, is being a comedian, you know, is he going to be able to basically support himself or, mm-hmm. or, or, or reach the goals that he set out? Mm-hmm. And, he, and he was basically trying to discourage him from going that route. And uh, his father, I think his father was a teacher. I think both of his parents were edu- in education, I think. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, well, it, it, you have to define what making it is. He said, if I can make as much money as a teacher makes by doing comedy, then I'm good with that. To me, sure. that's making it. Sure. And then once his father heard that, it's like, well, hey, if you got that outlook on it, then hey, my Go hat's off to you. Yeah. You got my blessings on um, said, But just, he said, always name your price, though. Sure. Said, always be a price. It always name your price. And, uh, I thought that was cool. Uh, Rodney, Rodney Dangerfield, you know, he, he stopped comedy for like years. Mm-hmm. Went back to being a door-to-door salesman or something and just kept writing, kept writing, kept writing, kept writing, and mm-hmm. then came back to it many years later. So you're right. Yeah. There's, there's, there's total different ways, avenues to go down to uh, achieve the goal. So Richard Pryor, you know, and like he was a, he was on Carson and he was doing all these, this clean stuff. You yeah. Know, it was before he had his mustache. He looked funny without them. I don't know yeah. why he just, it just didn't look like him. Yeah. But, uh, and then something happened and I, he was watching, I don't know if it was George Carlin or Lenny Bruce, maybe yeah, uh, Lenny those, Bruce. Yeah. One of those guys. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to write about some good shit. <laughs> yeah, you know, he was like Cosby when yeah. he first came out. Yeah, right. Yep. yep so. And then, and then it changed everything. Yeah. I mean, it changed everything changed the game changed yeah. the whole game yeah i listened back to some of that stuff and and uh you know not only was it <laughs> dirty <laughs> motherfucker you know uh but uh some he had this bit about about police and black folks and police yeah. in in the 70s yep and i listened to it and i'm like holy shit i mean this is as relevant today yeah. as you know and like he's like i'm just reaching for my wallet you know like i don't <laughs> want to get shot today and you know like, everybody's laughing ha 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 it's like but wait that that's still true. Here we are, forty yep. years later, and we're still talking about, yep. you know, black and police relations. Right. And he talked about that shit forty years ago and made people laugh about it. Yeah. And if you don't look at it, like if you don't look at it in the historical context, you'll think, oh, what's so great about you know? Everybody mm-hmm. talks about that, but you got to look at it. He was the well, one of the first to right. start breaking it down that way. Mm-hmm. Even his whole basically just talking about his life mm-hmm. not necessarily doing jokes because if you can you can watch his whole stand-up and not hear a true joke almost you know but sure. with the with the setup and the punchline i mean it's there but it's not the traditional structure right of it and uh he's going on and you're basically you're caught up in the stories just as much as the the joke mm-hmm. you know and like how, how's this guy laughing about being on fire right <laughs> you know what right. i mean how's how's he laughing about getting his ass beat you know <laughs> But right. it's funny when he's telling the story. Yeah, yeah, one of the true comedy geniuses. Um, just like you, Casey, you're a comedy. comedy <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't go as far as genius. <laughs> well, he, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like budding genius, budding maybe. genius. Yeah. yeah, budding genius. You know, I mean, I don't, don't want to go that far. So yeah, well, this has been a very uh, interesting show. Um, I, I've enjoyed just the the chat with you um, and and getting to know you too. I mean, really like this. I mean, we. 
we know each other a little bit, but we, I think I feel like we're getting to know each other on the air or right. on the podcast, which is great. You know? Right. I think it makes for some uh, some interesting topics and, and, and some interesting chemistry. Uh, I want to thank our uh, subscribers uh, and our listeners. And if you have any feedback you want to give it, we're well, we're well open to it. You know, I want to hear what you think. Um, you know, maybe throw out some topics for us. I mean, w- w- I think we're kind of committed to talking a little bit about more about comedy since that's what we're up to these days. But you know, you and I both have different interests. Yeah, music, yeah. music. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll let this thing develop. Okay. You know, what what's on our mind and, and uh, keep giving us that feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it's too early for shout outs, but shout out to JJ Horden, Dave Schmidt, Tasha, my cousin Tasha. I was gonna say Tasha Calhoun. I can't remember your married last name. You've been married a long time. <sighs> Her wow, husband hates you. I know, Hayden. Tasha, 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 Tasha Hayden. Yeah. Oh, you got Hayden. Okay. I hope that's it. Um, <laughs> no, that's her first husband. <laughs> so, hey, the feedback, appreciate it, and all the other folks are giving me feedback on this. Um, it's great, keep it coming, because that's what's going to make this better. And uh, we, we we value the feedback on that, and, and, and like, listen, share the whole nine, because uh, I'm really start pushing this harder and harder i knew you were a pimp yeah <laughs> yeah exactly knew, knew you was a pimp pimp it's a little rick james for you Simp. all right i also want to thank uh some production assistants doug medlock roberta solomon stevie cripps for their lovely voiceovers in the beginning some uh, voiceover colleagues of mine and uh yeah hey tell your friends okay about the old dogs new tricks podcast till next time peace <laughs>